You're listening to the Brooks Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooks Snow. You have episode 78, Be Prosperous. Prosperity is one of the greatest fundamental needs we humans require for happiness. Now, before you assume that prosperity just means material wealth, we're going to uncover the Latin definition, which will open a whole new world of understanding. Prosperity is one of the most often repeated promises the Lord makes in scriptures. How many times have you read, if ye keep my commandments, ye shall prosper in the land. Today, we're going to make the connection between prosperity and hope and discover an easy way to increase both. Because friend, you need to be prosperous. Now more than ever, you need to be prosperous. When times get harder, when the world gets darker, when the storms rise up, you need prosperity to see you through. We'll discover one tiny shift that makes the greatest difference in your own experience of prosperity. It's all in where you look. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's available in Deseret Book stores and online at Amazon. It's filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the very best version of yourself. Thank you to all of you who have left a review for this podcast or you've taken the time to share it with a friend. Your reviews and your shares is what makes this podcast possible. Today's review of the week comes from A Calm Voice Amidst My Storms. She says, Thank you, Brooke, for choosing to be a podcaster. When I changed jobs within my company in January, I knew I would need to make some changes in my input. I was currently listening to a lot of true crime, but the new job was proving to be more difficult than I thought. There was much negative around me, and I needed positivity and hope. So with lots of prayer, I started listening to life coaches. What a difference they made. I found your podcast in the late spring. Your poise, words, and soothing voice are just what I needed to hear. I love the scriptures mingled with your stories and truths. It was the light I was looking for. You are a prayer of hope to so many. Keep up the great podcasts. Each one I feel is earmarked just for me. All the best. A calm voice. Thank you so much for your review. I think you are amazing. First, for noticing the effect that your inputs has upon you and for taking proactive steps toward choosing more positive inputs, especially, especially when things got harder. When things get harder, this is when it's so easy to stay in a rut with our old habits, many times which may not be serving us very well. You did a great job of choosing a different road and using personal revelation to help you find it. Your experience, oh my goodness, it fits so well with today's topic. So thank you for reminding us that even seemingly small things, like what inputs we choose, can make a great difference in our life. Keep going, my friend. I am cheering you on. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings and your reviews and your shares, this is what makes this podcast possible. So thank you so much for listening and for sharing. Friends, in the last episode, we talked about controlling the controllables. And today's episode is a really great follow-up. We live in a time of great uncertainty. There is so much that is currently out of our control, and it's really easy to get caught up in fear and anxiety about what the future holds. 
In the last episode, we talked about how controlling the things in our control is the number one thing that we can do to help us feel more grounded and in control of our life. So what is in our control? What is it? It's the fundamentals, the basic fundamental self-care needs every human has. What are they? Eat, move, sleep, breathe, be present, be grateful, and be prosperous. These are the controllables. Control the controllables. They will grow you taller than the mountain of challenges in life and help you triumph over whatever life brings. In my mentoring program, we focus on each of these fundamentals and break them down into small daily habits. So we're fortifying ourselves to show up in life as our best true self. What are those fundamentals again? Eat, move, sleep, breathe, be present, be grateful, and be prosperous. Now you may notice here that some of the fundamentals have to do with the body and others have to do with the mind and the spirit. It's a holistic view of what is truly needed to navigate life with confidence and faith. Today, I want to shine a light on one of these fundamentals that is exceptionally powerful and often misunderstood. That fundamental is prosperity. Ooh, prosperity. (laughs) What comes to mind when you hear the word prosperity? Why would this actually be considered a fundamental? Do we need to be prosperous in our life? Is it good to be prosperous? What does prosperity even mean? Well, first, let's talk about the opposite of prosperity. One of my personal struggles the last six months of the pandemic has been the reality of an uncertain future. I still remember the first few weeks that we were sent into quarantine, I abandoned one of my very supportive habits, very similar to our lovely review of the week. We talked about the influence of our inputs. For several years, one of my habits has been I have chosen to not read or watch any news. Now, lest you think that I am absurdly uninformed, I do still manage to learn of events in the world through my husband who updates me secondhand. I simply notice that for me personally, I have a great sensitivity to media and I was better off abstaining. However, in the wake of navigating the uncertainty of the pandemic and all of the constantly changing rules and mandates, I let go of my habit and I started checking the news several times a day. Two weeks, two weeks into this daily fearful headlines, I was noticeably more anxious and depressed about life. I don't want to live this way. Life felt so much harder having reporters tell me how to interpret every event and what to think about it. So I went back to my boundary of not checking. Now it helped, but only for a moment. Because you see, even though I don't seek out the mainstream news, I have been inundated with the underground news. Many people close to me in my life are questioners. They don't easily accept the story and opinions that we usually hear about. As such, I have been sent a constant stream of videos 
and articles on conspiracy theories questioning what else may be connected to the unrest in our nation and in our world. I have watched these videos and documentaries, and I have engaged in hours upon hours of conversation that has taken me on a wild ride of emotions and beliefs. What is true? What is real? Is the world going to end in November with the presidential election? Am I losing all of my freedoms? Will there never be a return to normal? Is a vaccine to be trusted? Is the media telling the truth? Is the government going to collapse? Are we on the cusp of the second coming of the Lord? Are important things being covered up or censored right now? Who is right? Who is wrong? Who can I actually trust? Life feels uncertain. And it's really interesting because for the first time in my life, I have really struggled setting long-term goals. I think I think I latched on to the possibility of so many of these conspiracy theories being true that life started to feel very short-term. I stopped dreaming. I stopped setting exciting goals for the future. <laughs> the worst part of all of it was having a date in my mind. If the world was going to fall apart by the November election, then why should I keep working on projects that may never see the light of day? It has felt like the bright future I always thought would be there had turned into a bleak vision of doom and gloom. Friends, I share this experience not as a political statement, but to express the lack of hope that I have felt. I have truly robbed myself of enjoying the present by fearing the future. I have, in essence, felt a lack of hope. Now, whether it is world events that can cause us to lose hope, or maybe it's our personal life, such as a struggling relationship or personal disappointments and challenges that we all face, the very real experience of living a life of despair or living a life of hope is based upon how we view the future. Hope researchers, did you know there was such a thing? (laughs) Hope researchers, they actually define hope as believing that your future will be better than your present and that you have the power to create it. I love this definition, believing that your future will be better than the present and you have the power to create it. This is how they define hope, believing your future will be better than the present and you have the power to create it. When we don't have hope, we believe the future will be worse than the present, and we are more likely to see ourselves as victims in that story. So how does one turn things around? How can you increase your hope? And what does this have to do with prosperity? Remember our fundamental, be prosperous? Let's take a look at the Latin translation of the word prosperity. Prosperity has two root words, pro and spear. The root word pro means to go forward. The root word spear means with hope. Therefore, the word prosperity literally means to go forward with hope. 
I was introduced to this definition in the book, Spiritual Economics by Eric Butterworth. After properly defining prosperity, Butterworth says that prosperity is not so much a condition in life as it is an attitude toward life. Prosperity is not so much a condition in life as it is an attitude toward life. Prosperity is to go forward with hope. Therefore, the opposite of prosperity would be to go backward. Or maybe we could even say to be stuck with despair. No hope. When we live without prosperity, we live without hope. One of the most common promises throughout the Book of Mormon is, if you keep my commandments, ye shall prosper in the land. We read this promise over and over and over again throughout the scriptures. If you keep my commandments, ye shall prosper in the land. Many times this promise is given to the people in the midst of great conflict, during times of war, during times of trial and unrest. In essence, if you keep the commandments, you shall go forward with hope. Can you see what an incredible promise this is from God? Can you see why prosperity is a fundamental? Prosperity is amazing. It is one of the greatest blessings the Lord could bestow upon us to go forward with hope. And what do we need to do to feel more prosperous? To feel we are moving forward with hope? Keep his commandments. As I became aware of my own lack of prosperity in my life, my lack of hope, I resolved that I needed to work on it. I needed to be more prosperous. I need to go forward with hope to be prosperous. It's a fundamental and it is absolutely within my control. Hope is in my control. Hope will in great measure be influenced by all those other fundamentals, eat, move, sleep, breathe, be present, be grateful. (laughs) All of those things can also help me to be prosperous. Another reason to control the controllables. A few days ago in our homeschool literature lesson, we studied the story of Jesus walking upon the water. Jesus told his disciples to get into a boat and to sail on ahead while he went to send the multitude of people away. After sending the multitude away, he departs into the mountains to pray. Several hours pass before he returns to the boat. Now, Matthew tells us this story saying, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves. For the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. 
I love this story so much. I feel like I relate to it particularly well at this time in my life. It feels like I am on a stormy sea. And as Paul described, it feels like I'm being tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. There are so many stories in mainstream media and in alternate media and on social media. Who is right and who is wrong? There's violence happening. There's conflict and contention. There are loud voices over very important issues of our day. And it's confusing to know who to trust and who is right. Life has felt unsteady and absolutely unpredictable. We are in the middle of the storm. I find it so interesting that Jesus comes to them during the fourth watch of the night. The fourth watch is between 3 a.m. and daybreak, which is the darkest time of night. How does one find hope in the middle of the storm? How does one move out of fear and panic and anxiety of such uncertainty? How does one be prosperous in these conditions? When Peter asked the Lord if he might come unto him, the Lord immediately invites him, saying, Come. Peter begins to walk on the water. He literally begins to move forward with hope. He's prosperous. Peter is prosperous. He follows the Lord's personal command to come unto him, and he is prosperous. He moves forward with hope. But then he turns his attention back to the boisterous wind and his fear returns and he begins to sink. Friends, prosperity is a process. So often we too have brief moments like Peter where we do move forward in hope, but then we become distracted by the winds and waves around us and we start to sink. Peter was an apostle of the Lord. He had spent many hours learning from him, listening to him, following him, personally interacting with him. Even so, he too had moments when he took his eyes off the Lord and gave his attention to the wind and the waves of the storm. He too has a moment where he begins to sink. He too is human, just like me and just like you. He's prosperous one moment and the next he is sinking into despair, crying out for the Lord to save him. And immediately, immediately, Jesus stretches forth his hand to catch him. There are many wondrous miracles in the story. Jesus walks on water. Peter momentarily walks on water. These are both marvelous. One of my favorite miracles is found in the moment that Jesus saves Peter from sinking. How fast do you think someone sinks in water? (laughs) I know when I walk from the seashore into the water, I immediately sink through the water. (laughs) I don't think Peter sinking in water is a slow motion moment. I imagine Peter sinking in water is similar to what we all experience when we step into water. We instantly sink through, which means that for the Lord to save Peter, Jesus would have already anticipated Peter's distraction before it happened. He already knew. He was ready. He was prepared to immediately reach out and save him. Jesus already knew that I would get caught up in the wind and waves of our current events and start to sink. And he's there to save me too. 
I find really great comfort in knowing that God already knows these moments. He already anticipates the moments that I will sink. And he's already there to save me if I will let him. Prosperity is to move forward with hope. My own experience of prosperity is much like Peter's. I take a few steps forward full of hope, and then I get distracted and I start to sink, and the Lord saves me. And then I take a few steps forward again, and I start to sink, and the Lord saves me. Think for a moment. If the process that we went through as toddlers, learning to walk on solid ground, takes practice, I would think that learning to walk on water would likely require practice too. We are going to have moments that we move forward with hope and we will have moments we sink. To be prosperous and move forward with hope is like figuratively learning to walk on water. It requires a steady focus on Jesus Christ. We have to learn to tune out the storm and find peace and prosperity in him. It takes practice. It takes practice to focus on him and to quickly allow him to save us the moment we start to sink. And then we try again and again and again. We're learning how to walk on water, to be prosperous, and to move forward with hope. Scriptures tell us that the last days will be difficult. The scriptures tell us that we will be on a stormy sea. But the scriptures also tell us how to prosper and to move forward with hope. Truth be told, my great fear and hopelessness that I've been experiencing in the last several months, it came as a result of trusting in the power of man more than the power of God. Winds and waves can indeed capsize a boat, but God has power over the winds and the waves. God has power over the boat. God has power to save. His saving hand is so immediate because he already knows the moments we will sink. Practice prosperity. Be prosperous. If you find yourself sinking right now, allow the Lord to save you and try again. Keep your eyes on him and you will move forward with faith. But remember, learning to walk on water, learning to be prosperous and to move forward with hope is a learned skill. (laughs) And if you learned how to walk on solid ground, you can absolutely learn how to walk on water too. This imagery of walking on water towards Jesus Christ has become a treasured visual for me. I'm currently using this in my morning meditation practice to help me spiritually create the experience that I want to have each day of being prosperous, to move forward with hope despite the storm, regardless of the winds and the waves that are crashing around me? Can I practice staying focused on him and moving forward with hope? Sometimes in my meditation, I actually start to sink, just like Peter. (laughs) I think my subconscious mind knows my human frailties and creates these realistic moments to help me practice reaching out to Christ to save me and to stand back up on the water and try again. Always, it's about trying again and moving forward with hope again and again and again. This process increases my faith. It increases my hope and prosperity. 
When I encounter moments in my day that I could be distracted by the wind and waves of the storm, I remember where to look and I can regain my prosperity. A few episodes back, I included a guided meditation in my podcast, and I've been so grateful for the feedback that I've received from many of you that really enjoyed that experience. Because this meditation that I'm using right now is helping me so much, I would love to do that once again. For anyone who is feeling like they are sinking right now, for anyone who feels afraid of the storm, for anyone who desires more prosperity in your life, may this help you in practicing to walk on water. Now, if you're listening right now while you're doing other things, you can either pause and find a quiet space to do this meditation, or you can keep on listening and make a note to do this meditation later without distraction. This meditation will focus on prosperity and moving forward with hope. If you'd like to learn more about meditation, you can check out my free meditation course on brooksnow.com. This is where I teach you how to make your own prayers more meditative. So thank you so much for listening. Now, let us be prosperous and go forward with hope. Welcome to the Prosperity Meditation. I invite you to sit now in a comfortable position. Make sure your back is straight. You can gently rest your hands in an open and receiving position in your lap, palms up. If it's safe to do so, close your eyes. And let's begin with a deep inhale through the nose. And exhale through the nose. Inhale through the nose. And exhale through the nose. Inhale light and love. Exhale any stress, tension, worry, or concern. Inhale opening your heart opening your mind and exhale letting go of fear anxiety uncertainty or despair inhale gratitude allowing your chest and your heart to expand as you recall all the good God has done for you in your life notice how your body feels Observe your breathing as it gently comes in and gently comes out of your body. The Lord desires you to be prosperous. The word prosper comes from the Latin word pro and spear. Pro means to go forward. Spear means with hope. Prosperity literally means to go forward with hope. God has promised us that as we keep his commandments, we shall prosper. We shall go forward with hope. Sometimes it's easy to have hope. Sometimes it's hard. When life becomes dark and the storms rage, when the winds and waves are tossed high around us, hope can be difficult. When Jesus walked on water to his disciples, 
It was in the darkest time of night. There was a great storm creating high winds and crashing waves upon the sea. I invite you now to bring this image of the storm and boat into your own mind. Perhaps you can imagine what it would have been like. Perhaps you can imagine being in the boat, rocking to and fro. Perhaps you can imagine the wind blowing fiercely across your face and body. Perhaps you can imagine the rain upon your skin and the large crashing waves that time and again spill into the boat. Does your life ever feel this way? Do you ever feel the storm raging around you? On this stormy night, the disciples look out and they see a figure approaching them walking upon the water. Many of the disciples are afraid, thinking it is a spirit. But notice, notice the contrast the presence of this figure brings compared to the storm. What do you notice about him? This figure is peace. This figure is steady, walking gently upon the water, which supports him. This figure is a light in the darkness. This figure brings hope. This figure is Jesus Christ. You know the story. You know that Peter desires to walk upon the water to meet the Lord. I wonder what it would be like if you were to walk on the water to meet the Lord. The Lord has already given this invitation to you many times. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. My peace I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I wonder what it would be like if you were to walk on the water to meet the Lord. I invite you to imagine this image in your mind, stepping onto the water to walk to the Lord, looking to Him as you move toward Him with hope. He is steady. His power allows the water to support your steps and the water obeys. He is peace. And if you have a moment you sink through the water, it's okay. Jesus can immediately reach out to save you. And you can try again. As you look to the Lord, all things support your progress. Learning to walk on water is learning to be prosperous. It is learning to move forward with hope, even amidst a storm, even amidst the darkness. The Lord has promised, 
as you keep his commandments, you shall prosper. His commandments are his instructions to you. Perhaps he has instructions for you now. I wonder what he may say to you that will help you be prosperous. I wonder what he may say to you that will help you move forward with hope. Perhaps his instructions come as words, or maybe they come as a feeling or an impression. As you keep your eyes upon him, you are prosperous. You move forward with hope. As you keep your eyes upon him, the water supports your steps. Now is a wonderful time to practice walking upon water and receive any instructions or gifts of the Spirit that He may have for you. I wonder what it will be like. You can stay here in this space for as long as you like, or return here in your mind any time during the day when the waves or winds try to pull you away. You can simply recall the memory of looking to the Lord and feel prosperous once again. Prosperity takes practice. Learning to walk on water takes practice, and the Lord loves to help you practice. Take a deep inhale through the nose, filling your body with light. Exhale in gratitude for the hope the Lord brings. Smile and open your eyes. It's going to be a prosperous day.